The most important thing that we're going to talk about today, the non-negotiable element needed to train both contact and frame is connection. Welcome to the Dressage Connection podcast, where we are demystifying dressage training so your connection with your horse can flourish and you can start making sustainable momentum in your riding. I'm your host, Beth Carter, an Australian dressage trainer, coach, and the human behind BC Performance Horses with a passion for making correct dressage training understandable and accessible for every horse and rider. I believe that every horse benefits from dressage training, and I believe that it is possible to develop a horse that produces high quality work that scores well while still having an epic connection with your horse. I'm here to help you build foundations that will support you through the levels, own your role as your horse's trainer, and fall back in love with riding your horse. So put your foot in the stirrup, and let's build that dressage connection. Hello, and welcome back to the Dressage Connection podcast. On today's episode, I want to share my journey of finding and understanding the contact, Now, the contact can be a bit of a controversial topic. A lot of people have a lot of different opinions about what frame you should be riding in or how much weight you should be feeling in the reins and so on. But like so many things in riding, there's not just one way to train the contact and the frame correctly. Just because I do it one way doesn't mean someone else is wrong for doing it another way or vice versa. Even I will train different horses through the contact and the frame differently because different horses respond better to different things and have different strengths and weaknesses. One thing you do want to keep consistent when you're training the contact or the frame is that it needs to come from the connection. Now you may be thinking, contact, frame, connection. Why is she saying the same thing three times? The thing is, I'm not. What a lot of people don't realize is that the contact, frame, and connection are actually three different things. Contact is the connection between the horse's mouth and your hand. At its best, the contact should feel like you're holding your horse's hand and supporting them through consistent weight in the reins. Frame is the positioning of your horse's head and neck. Ideally, the end goal for the frame is that the pole is the highest point and the nose is slightly in front of the vertical. But to achieve this in a correct way, you're probably going to need to train your horse through a few different training frames first. The most important thing that we're going to talk about today, the non-negotiable element needed to train both contact and frame, is connection. Connection happens when the horse creates what I like to call a wave of energy in the hind legs that is then channeled over the horse's top line and into the rider's hand. You may have been told to feel the horse's hind leg in your hand. This is what that means. You channel the energy by riding the horse forward of the leg to create the energy straight through the body in relevance to the movement that you're riding to create our channel walls and supple over the top line to keep the channel clear of blockages. If any of these things aren't happening, then it is not possible to have a true connection and therefore it is not possible for the contact or the frame to be coming from behind. It's important that you prioritize riding the contact and frame from the connection because if you're going to think about riding the horse from the head backwards, then you'll usually end up doing just that 
pulling the head backwards into the frame with force rather than riding them forward into the frame with willingness. I understand the instinct to focus on what the head is doing. Of all of the signs of connection, it is the easiest for the untrained eye to see whether or not the horse's head and neck are in the right positioning. But unfortunately, you can't rely solely on what the horse's frame is doing to know if they are working through the connection. Because the connection is so much more than the horse's head and neck. The horse can be ticking all of those boxes of a correct frame and still not be working correctly through the connection. As I mentioned earlier, the goal for the frame is that the pole is the highest point and the nose is slightly in front of the vertical. When the horse is able to maintain this on the, their own, it becomes something called self-carriage. It can be really easy to get swept away on a quest to achieve self-carriage, but what a lot of people don't realize is that it actually takes a lot of strength and training for most horses to be able to achieve and maintain self-carriage, especially while continuing to work through the connection, which is something that is really important for self-carriage. Every horse has different strengths and weaknesses when it comes to the frame, which are usually determined by their conformation, temperament, and previous training. Some horses will be stronger against your hand and want to be longer in the frame. Other horses will suck back behind the vertical to avoid the contact. Some horses will want to be higher in the neck. Others will prefer to be lower in the neck. As your horse's trainer, it's your job to identify your horse's weaknesses and their strengths and their preferences in the contact and frame and then work them in a frame that is opposite to that so that you can train them to be stronger through the connection. For horses that prefer to be higher in the frame, you need to train them to stretch lower and deeper. For horses that prefer to be deeper in the frame, you need to train them to sit up a bit more in the neck and put their weight more on their hind legs rather than their shoulders. For horses that hide away from the contact, they need to learn to find comfort in that consistent hand-holding pressure. For horses that are too strong, they need to learn to carry their own head and find suppleness in the connection. At this stage of the training, it is more important that the horse is working in a frame that strengthens the connection than it is for them to be in self-carriage. There is plenty of time later on when the horse actually has the strength and the balance and the confidence to work in self-carriage while maintaining the connection. So instead of trying to skip to the end when your horse isn't ready, allow it to be a bit messy and imperfect because it's going to make it easier in the long run. The connection, the frame, the contact, it is all a journey and skipping steps is only going to make it harder in the long term when you have to go back and fix all of the bad habits in both yourself and your horse. Growing up, I had it drilled into me that the connection must come from behind to the point where my coach wouldn't let me take up my reins for years. This was great in the way that I learned to ride really from my seat and my legs, but when it was time to take up the reins, I really struggled for a long time with knowing how much contact to take, which also meant I struggled to get my horses in any sort of consistent frame because while I was creating the energy in the hind legs, I didn't have any consistent contact for that energy to channel into. The thing that really helped me get the hang of the connection and everything that goes with it 
was learning why the connection is important. I struggled a lot with my mare Quinta. We would go through these phases where she would rear vertically for months on end and I didn't know why. We checked for all sorts of pain, all her gear was regularly checked, we tried regulating her hormones, but nothing made the situation much better. Through this time, I was also struggling with the feeling that she was super strong in the contact. She would literally rip the reins out of my hands and as soon as she threatened to rear, she had me trained to throw the reins at her so that I didn't pull her over on top of me. I often felt like I couldn't even take the reins up and try to connect her because she would just rear. So that while I was riding her in some sort of frame, she wasn't really connected because when I tried to connect her, she would just rear or threaten to rear. Because of this, the elementary work and above was really hit and miss. We could do the movements, but I wasn't able to really push her to her potential in them or get any sort of good quality within the movements. We went from always scoring 70% in the novice to 65% in the elementary, which I wasn't too upset about at the time because I was just happy to be getting through these tests without her rearing. Looking back on it now. It was always when I asked her to work more through the connection or with more quality in the movements that she would start going into one of these vertical rearing phases because she knew if she threatened to rear, all the pressure would go away and I would just forward canter her around the arena with no no reins. We were coming out of one of our longest rearing phases yet when I moved to the Southern Highlands in New South Wales and based myself with Matthew Dowsley. I just remember one of the first sessions with Matthew, he said to me, you have a contact problem, to which I replied, yes, but I've kind of had my hands busy with this vertical rearing thing. I really need to fix that first. And to that he said, you fix the contact, you'll fix the rearing. I was mind blown by how simple his explanation was. No one had ever been able to just say to me, Beth, this is why you have a problem. So we spent the next year working on Quinta's reactions to the connection aid so that in those moments where she wanted to rear, I could connect her more instead of just throwing everything away. And you know what? When I could maintain the connection, she wouldn't rear. Not only did this mean I was actually able to ride my horse through the connection without her rearing, it also meant I was able to maintain the connection through all the laterals, short steps, changes, pirouettes, which meant I was actually able to ride the movements for much higher quality and difficulty. For example, when I'd played with half pass or Trave previously, I hadn't been able to ask for much bend or angle because, well, she would rear. After a few months of working with Matthew, we were actually able to start doing Gompre angle half passes with the correct bend, which was absolutely insane to me to be able to have that body control of her. And it wasn't easy. In fact, it was really freaking hard. But Quinta's training came further in one year than it had in the five before that, just by training her to work through the connection correctly. She also completely changed shape. Her top line looked so much better than it ever had before with absolutely no changes to her diet. All that I changed was how she worked through the connection. She was just a completely different horse. So what did this teach me? First of all, it taught me that if you train your horse to work through the connection, then you can train them through anything. I mean, think about it. If a horse goes to rear, spook, bolt, buck, 
First, they come out of the connection. So if you can avoid that disconnect from happening, usually the horse will continue going the way you want them to. Secondly, I learned just how important it is that the horse has good responses off each my leg, seat and hand aid. Because if you have these responses good, then I can position the horse however I like, which makes it possible for me to keep the horse working through the connection. Before the horse comes out of, of the connection, they will usually lose the forward momentum or become crooked. If your horse is responsive off your aids, then you can maintain the connection. Learning these things has been a pivotal part of my journey as a trainer. It's really helped me simplify the training of a lot of different horses. I had this mare in training a few years ago that would suck her head way behind the vertical and do these huge spooks that would go across the whole arena. I went right back to basics with her and worked a lot in hand and under saddle, teaching her to find confidence in a consistent contact. I did this by maintaining a consistent hand-holding feeling, not pulling, between my hands and the bit. Pretty soon I was able to start allowing my hands forward in increasingly longer increments and she would start to seek out that connection. As she gained more confidence in the connection, she started spooking less and less. And when she did spook, I was able to deactivate it pretty quickly by asking her to come back to me and the connection. Learning to work through the connection and feel confident in the contact completely changed this horse's life. All of a sudden, she was so much happier and more confident than she had ever been before. And it was all because she learned to work through the connection. So I guess the moral of the story is that the contact, the frame, the connection, they're, they're so important for so many things, not just looking pretty. Your horse doesn't have to be a fancy dressage horse to learn to work through the connection. In fact, I believe that working through the connection is something that every horse should be doing. It doesn't have to be perfect right away, as long as you are training it in the right direction. The connection is a journey that you and your horse are on from the start to the end of your riding journey together. No matter their temperament or how good their confirmation is, you can always be progressing the contact, the frame and the connection. Whether you are struggling with some sort of behavioral problem like I was, or you just want to train your horse to use their body in the right way so that they can be healthy and have a good top line. Take a look at the connection and assess what changes you can make to improve your horse's body positioning. I don't want you to go through the struggle that I did with the contact, which is why I have put everything you need to know together in my brand new masterclass connection. Inside this masterclass, you'll learn the difference between contact frame and connection, why it's important to develop a whole body connection and what that looks like different frames at different stages, and how to identify the best frame for your horse right now, self-carriage, what it is and how to achieve it, the aids needed for contact frame and connection, and exercises to improve the contact frame and connection. All of these things are accompanied by video examples and downloadable worksheets that you can fill in to help you make it as seamless as possible to translate what you learn into your own arena. Connection is happening live on Sunday, July 2nd, 2023 at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you can't make it live or you're listening to this after that date, 
The session will be recorded and when you join, you will have lifetime access to that recording to watch whenever you want and however many times you want. If you're listening to this before July 2nd, 2023, you can sign up to Connection for the special introductory price of $89. Or you can get access to the masterclass when you join my foundational series, which is a collection of six foundation-focused masterclasses that I'm launching in 2023. Inside this series, we are discovering the dressage training pyramid and how to use it to structure your training, building effortless responses in your horse, developing contact and frame through a whole body connection, establishing confidence and quality in correct training from the ground up, mastering the lateral movements, straightness and bend, and taking your horse's paces from ordinary to extraordinary. I really want to make this series as accessible as possible for every rider because I truly believe that the more riders that are equipped with the knowledge of good foundations, the better the world will be for our horses, which is why right now the series is priced at just $2.99 Australian dollars. But because I love you guys on this podcast so much, I have a special discount code that will allow you to take $50 off whatever the current price of the foundational series is depending on when you're listening to this. So go check that out in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Dressage Connection podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and leave a rating, review, or share a screenshot of this episode to your stories to help more people find their Dressage Connection. You can always reach out to me on Instagram with any questions about anything we've covered on the podcast, your own writing journey, or just to say hi at bc.performancehorses. You can also get the latest info about how you can work with me on my website, bcperformancehorses.com. I can't wait to hang out with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, go on and build that beautiful dressage connection with your